Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Project Lumiere podcast. Um, before we start, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode and please don't forget to share it. Um, it really, really, truly means a lot to me that you guys are listening to this um, and that you're enjoying it. And so please share it um, with people you know, share it everywhere. Um, also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, preferably five stars um but yeah please leave a review and just thank you so much for listening also you might notice that this week uh, my voice is great or on the way to being better um I'm so much better as opposed to the last episode I sound sick and horrible and icky so I'm super sorry about that but you know what I thought let me rather show up and post this episode as opposed to skipping a week and not having something for you guys so yeah anyway um welcome to the project lumia podcast and i am zoe to give me your host and this podcast is just um me sharing my journey becoming fully content as a single christian girl as a christian girl as a girl as a single person just my journey to becoming fully content and um if you didn't know lumia means light in french and so this comes from my absolute favorite bible verse excuse me which is matthew 5 verses um matthew chapter 5 verses 14 to 16 and um this just talks about how you are the light of the world and how a city on a hill cannot be hidden um and that you should let your light shine um before others so that you glorify your father in heaven and also how you know if you light a lamp you don't put it under a bowl but you put it on its stand and then it gives light to the whole room so yeah um thank you so much for listening to this episode let's dive right in so um this week i wanted to talk about the awaited long-awaited um avengers endgame um i promise i won't give any spoilers <clears throat> But I did want to talk about it. And um, actually, I had recorded another episode last week when I was um, sick. And it is pretty short. It's like 15 minutes. And it's just like things that are making me smile at the moment. So um, I'm not sure if I'll post that. Or what I was would, will probably do is I'll post it next week. Um, Just because I, I do like the length of these to be like, you know, 30 minutes. Like a substantial amount. And that one is like half the time. But I thought maybe also I'll make it into a series. Um, but I do sound horrible in that um in that episode in that week. So we'll see. Anyway. um Yeah. And then I also just want to talk about a poem I wrote. And it's called Just That Black Girl. Um, And yeah. And so we'll dive into that in a little bit. But um, so currently it is. A, I'm recording this on Saturday. Um, Avengers came out. I watched it on Thursday evening. That was the like release time it, it came out thursday evening um and then and then so friday saturday so it's like a day and a bit a half after i watched it yeah just about like a day and like a quarter a half i don't know um but yeah and so <laughs> funny story actually um on the day on thursday um i had to go into varsity because school um and so I woke up and it was this gorgeous day you know because we've we've been having 
rain and just gloomy weather in Joburg um and so I woke up and it was sunny and I was like oh yes I posted a picture you know um put it on my Instagram story like you know great weather for the day and I did like a countdown to Avengers and so I got to Varsity and we were doing a lab so we were in the um lab and no kidding there was a point like the weather was great and then it just changed and it shifted and it was pouring like at one point because thank goodness we were indoors and didn't have to go anywhere but you couldn't see outside like all you could see was gray and white from the rain and I thought (laughs) oh great you know like so much for the perfect weather and then it just disappeared like it disappeared and then it was sunny again and I was like wow also that the weather was a very accurate description of how I felt about um, Avengers Endgame. Um, I feel like, you know, you're either one of those people who get super attached to movies and series or you're kind of, you know, like nonchalant about it or like not super attached. Like that's my mom. She really doesn't get attached. But I, on the other hand, get so attached to movies and series favorite series is Grey's Anatomy and I have shed so many tears watching that when people die when this happens literally like every episode every second episode I'm crying I'm a already an emotional person um and so now add my attachment to movies and I think I have a very you know like a very sensitive soul or whatever I don't know um but yeah and so so I always cry and um and I'm a very emotional person, and but I've never actually cried in the movie theater, never. But watching Avengers Endgame, I literally, there, no kidding, for probably like a fifth of the movie or like a sixth, I was crying. And at one point, the whole cinema was quiet and all you could hear was sniffles and people crying. And no kidding, the guy next to me burst into tears at one point. So, you know, we were all on the same boat, except my brother. He was sitting next to me and he was just like, you know, I mean, he was attached to them, but he didn't like cry or whatever. Um, but yeah, there was one point everyone was just crying. And that movie is such an emotional roller coaster. There's highs, lows, highs, lows. But it's amazing, and I think, you know, personally, I think it was a great way um, to end off the the whole Avengers, um, the Aven- Avengers series, and I know, you know, there's more Marvel movies coming out, and they have more superheroes, but for me, I, I've, I've been Team Captain America and Team Thor from the very beginning like from the get-go team captain america team thor my favorite superheroes i am just absolutely love them um and so i think it was a very suitable way to end this you'll know what i'm talking about if you've seen it but it was a very suitable way to end all of their stories you know um as and you know and some of them i wasn't super happy with the ending but I mean that's that's how it is you know um so I'm I'm just trying not to spoil it but yeah it was a really really good movie and I was so emotional afterwards I came out of the theater and my eyes were red I actually posted a picture about this and I I literally I had been crying the whole time it was it was so emotional and it was good it was really good um something that I think is kind of sad though is how my kids and on the next generation won't have like such an appreciation for the Avengers and for like Thor and Captain America and all these characters because for them you know it's like I know it was a movie like back in the day you know I mean 
and now it's over, you know, it's over. So, so that is kind of sad, but I mean, you know, life moves on. This also happened to previous generations, you know, they have super cool movies that they had back in the day that they were obsessed with, um, but they ended, you know, and so that's the cycle of life, unfortunately, but I loved it. I literally, though, am shook. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know, this happens to me at the end of, like, series that I've been watching for quite a while that I've gotten very invested to, which is very easy for me, um, or, like, at the end of stuff, you know, I literally don't know what to do with myself for a couple of weeks. I'm like, it's over, you know? Um, anyway, I don't know if anyone else relates. Maybe you think I'm just that crazy girl, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, I thought I'd share that with you guys. Um, and then completely random also, my go-to food is oats. Like, I could eat oats for the rest of my life. I change them up, obviously, otherwise it would get boring. But my go-to food is oats. And um, and if I'm hungry and there's nothing else in the house, I have oats. I find them super easy to make. They fill you up. Um, and some breakfasts, I literally, some weeks, I just have oats for like three out of the five or five out of the seven breakfasts whatever it is but yeah um I love oats and the reason I'm talking about this is because um just before I recorded this I ate a piece of toast and um and because it was just like what was there and super easy to make and I think for some people it's that's the go-to food you know because you literally just grab grab a piece of bread put it in the toaster boom done you know put some some toppings and you're done you know so also completely random but I thought I would just share that and so it is kind of early but the next segment is quite long um and so I think I'm gonna hop into a break I've got a giant glass of like um you know those squash cordials with um or cordial squash I don't know what is that what they're called um with some water in like one of those large uh kind of like mason jarry kind of things love those as cups so yeah we're going to take our break um and i'm going to take a giant sip of this and i'll be back all right and i'm back so now heading on to the other the next part of this this episode i thought you know um actually i've never shared this on the internet and um and but sometimes so for me personally um a way that i found to really connect with the lord is to write poetry um but like it's sometimes where i don't think i have words but what i do is but i or i have words something i need to say but i don't know how to say it and so i just write it down and then it ends up coming out as poetry you know and um it's not like super polished it's not you know, the best, it's literally just my heart on a page, um, and so I share this with the Lord, and that's how just sometimes I have my devotions, I haven't done this in a while though, um, this was actually the last one I did, the one that I'm about to share with you guys, um, but yeah, and so it's been such a cool way to just connect with the Lord, and it's not something I share on the internet, you know, it's not something I share on Instagram with people around me, it's really actually quite personal, um, but I, I, I don't know why, but I just, I felt to share this, you know, um, and before I share anything, I just have to say that, um, I'm not blaming anyone, I'm not criticizing anyone, I truly hope that's not how this comes across as, because I'm not, you know, um, this was just, um, 
in a moment and I was just feeling all these emotions and I think you know that's the cool thing though is you can look back and reflect and say you know I felt that way then but I don't feel that way now you know and you'll see even in the poem my mind starts to shift you know it starts from this really negative down place and it starts to shift and it starts to change into this beautiful you know poem and so I thought I'd share share this with you guys um yeah so um so yeah, so let me, I don't want to keep you guys like in suspense. <laughs> so let me share the poem because I, I wrote, um because I'm here looking at my notes for this episode. But I think, let me first share the poem and then I'll go back and I'll talk about like factors affecting and stuff like that. Um, So the poem is called Just That Black Girl. Okay. And okay. Just, okay. <laughs> Super nervous to share this. Please be kind. But yeah. All right. So. Sometimes I feel overlooked. After all, I'm just that black girl. I feel it when I'm spoken over and just fade into the background. Um, okay. <laughs> Ooh, um, I, I don't know if I should share this one. Okay. Um, I'm just skipping a couple of lines. Um, but yeah. After all, I'm just that black girl with big dreams and an even bigger heart. Um, wow, this is really personal. Anyway. Um... I want a man to love me like I've never been loved. Um, I just don't want to feel like I'm just that black girl. Yes, my skin is black, like coffee, imperfection, cellulite and stretch marks. Grace is canvas. My eyes don't always look straight. I have curves and don't think I ever want to be thin. My hair is thick and kinky. Um, my thighs touch and I'm loud. But I'm not just that black girl. I'm a child of God, a daughter of the king. I have a purpose. There is a... Um, there, there, sorry, again, um, sorry, I'm like skipping, <laughs> I've probably skipped like half this poem, um, anyway, uh, all right, um, there is a man designed by God for me out there, um, all right, I don't know what his skin color is or when I'll meet him, but at the end of the day, does it truly matter? Maybe we're all just that black girl or just that white guy. It's up to us to live in our purpose and refuse to be another soul mindlessly roaming the earth. Okay, so I don't know if that makes sense, but I <laughs> I thought I'd share that with you guys. And um, I did skip a few lines and like now I'm, I was trying to like piece it back together with the lines that I skipped. I hope that makes sense. Um, anyway, <laughs> it actually gets me so nervous to share this, um, with you guys. But I thought I'd share that. And um, and so, first of all, um, I think I was trying to work this out the other day whether I'm an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert. Um, but I think I'm an n. What was it? Introverted extrovert. Cause I. I don't know, one of the two. But I personally recharge by myself. I love spending time with myself um, and just recharging by myself. And sometimes when it gets super loud, it gets a bit much for me. But also, I think I'm quite a social person and I really do love spending time with other people and going to new events and meeting new people. I actually sometimes find it easier to chat with completely random new people than um than it is sometimes to chat with people 
I, I've seen for a long time, you know, not like, not like my super close friends, but just like people I've known for quite a while, you know, um, and so when you first meet me, I am quite re- reserved, I think, um, and <laughs> yeah, when you first meet me, I'm quite reserved, but once you get to know me, you get the full freaking zoe effect you get everything you know i never stop talking i'm loud i get super excited about things and i also share like you know um like random thoughts that come to my head because i get so many random thoughts and so many deep thoughts and so many like life philosophical thoughts like continuously literally um it happens so often but yeah and so once you truly get to know me you get the full zoe effect and so so when i first meet people i'm quite reserved and also sometimes in large group settings um i'm reserved um especially if i don't know everyone there or or just you know it literally just depends and so that couple with the fact that coupled with the fact that I am a super deep thinker um like I don't know I thought everyone thought like this but apparently I I don't think everyone does um but I I just I can get stuck in my head a lot um and I I think I'm a quite what what's the word I'm a philosopher philosophical person you know I love conversations about love and life and adventures and and your thoughts you know and and like the other day someone was talking about how girls can be so mean to each other and we really went into that you know I really like those intellectual emotional super deep conversations you know and oftentimes I really just want to skip past like the surface level you know like small talk stuff and so that coupled with the fact that I can be quite introverted um I think I'm a 50-50 and also I think I feel a lot of things I I once heard you know um Carrie Joe was talking about this and she was talking about how when she was a kid she could pick up on the admi- on the like feelings of people um and I kind of thought well is that really me I don't know if that's really me but now I can look back and say actually I think that is me because um first of all um just in case you guys didn't know uh, I'm a four is it a four or a two oh, I think I don't know which number. It's either two or four on the Enneagram. And so I'm the helper. Um, and so... And I also did, like, this... There was this... Yeah, it was a... Was it a spiritual gift test? I don't know. Um, Mana Carpenter on Instagram was just showing her church were doing, like, this test. And um, and one of my my biggest, like, skills or or the highest scoring, whatever it was, was helping others and feeling for others. And, um, and I think I, I, I haven't, re- I didn't realize this till the other day, but I truly feel how people feel like I can really, I think I, I not to sound like braggy or anything, cause it really sometimes stinks, but I think I have a high EQ. So like emotional IQ, whatever it's called. Um, and so like sometimes I won't say certain things because I can see that someone is feeling a certain way and so I don't want to you know aggravate them or or I don't want to you know disturb that and so I can pick up a lot of emotions and I do pick up a lot of emotions and so that ends up just being me being a giant emotional ball of a person you know um and so 
that coupled with the fact that I can be very in my head and I'm kind of an introverted person um that sort of I think these are all contributing factors to me getting to this point um when I wrote this poem and you can see it was also at the point where I was super um super like what was it I was um I was really unhappy with being single and just really unhappy with just going about my life you know um and so and so I think these are all contributing factors and I actually um and so it's like I know sometimes this doesn't happen anymore but I know um it used to happen where or I mean it happens a little bit but it's not like a big deal um but where sort of like in a group setting I think so my voice can be loud I can be very loud but also my voice naturally isn't a look at me kind of voice you know my voice very easily fades away and if I don't like um especially in a new setting if I don't put a lot of effort into like raising my voice not in a loud way just like in a you know, like, when everyone is speaking, then it's very easy to lose my voice, if that makes sense, I don't know if this makes sense, so I'm saying, like, I'm a loud person, and I love, you know, but sometimes my voice can fade away, I think I'm a very gentle, I, I, yeah, I think I'm a very gentle person, and so my voice is a very gentle voice, if that makes sense, I don't know if this makes sense, and so, yes, it can be loud, but also its undertone is not a commanding, it's very gentle, you know, and so it can be very, very easily, easily be lost, be lost, and I actually read a study somewhere, um, I don't know where, what, like, the, the exact way they put it, um, or phrased it, or, whatever it is but um they said that in a group setting or in a conversational setting um men are more likely to be listened to than women and um and so and men are more likely to speak over women than women are to do that to men um and I'm not like trying to blame anyone or anything of that sort I just found it very interesting and I think you know they also have studies like this in corporate settings where it's like um men are more more likely to ask for a raise or to take the risk um even though I was actually watching a video by um it was by one of the channels like like refinery I think it was refinery 29 and they got a whole bunch of women sorry I didn't finish that last thought but they got a whole bunch of women um entrepreneurs like Bobby Brown and just really boss babes who are doing such amazing stuff and they got them in um in a room and you know they were just talking about their experiences and something that they mentioned was how men um are more likely to say their idea and to push it forward and to take a risk even if their idea is bad, whereas women have sometimes have great ideas because everyone has great ideas, but they they don't they're not willing to speak up and to put it out there. You know they're much more scared of rejection, and this is just a generalization, um, no specifics or anything, and um and I find this really interesting because so, um, hold on. Oh, I lost where I was going with this. Yeah. And so I find this very interesting. And so I was just, when I wrote this, I was coming from this place, you know, and it's so cool now that I can look back and, and I'm at this place where I'm like, you know, 
I don't feel overlooked, you know, I don't feel like I'm just that black girl, and you can even see there's like a shift, (laughs) sorry, I put the poem up to be like this super great thing, but it's really not, um, but you can see there's this shift, you know, and I have to, because I remember writing this, and I was just in my head, and I was like, oh my goodness, no one sees me, and no one sees what I'm doing, you know, and for me, I I, I don't mind doing background work, um, but one of my love languages, my top two, I think, is words of affirmation, um, and then the other one is quality time, but then how I show love is I love, I show love in acts of service, and so, for me, not in like a romantic sense or anything, just like in a normal life sense, I'm so easy to like do stuff for people, you know, um, and I'm trying to show them that like, look, you know, I'm trying to care for you, but then obviously not everyone receives it that way because not everyone's love language is um is acts of service you know some people is words of affirmation and so so I think that there was a bridge there and I was just at this person I was like lord I can't do this you know um just like I feel so overlooked and as this as cliche as this sounds I want you to know if you feel this way first of all I've been there I get you but also that the lord sees and I think you know the the moments like these come out of lots of little things just building up and it's not just just that you feel overlooked but this happened and this happened and this happened and so then it all just grows and then one day you, you just you know you like you, you burst and sometimes I hold a lot of things in and actually this goes back to picking up on people's emotions sometimes I hold things in because I don't want to tell someone something because I'll hurt their feelings or or um or I'll make them feel a certain way I, or I see that they're having a bad day and I don't want to add on to that and so you know the, it's nice to be able to pick up on those but sometimes it isn't because sometimes I really do just need to say something but I don't um in fear of like hurting others or in fear of making things worse or in fear of being rejected or in fear of that they'll react this way and this is how they'll probably react you know um because I can pick up on those, and so, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, and so, so I was just at this moment, but then I really had to stop, and I I clearly remember having to say, no, this is not me, I'm not just that black girl, you know, I am a child of God, I am loved, I have friends, you know, people love me, and, you know, sometimes, I mean, hurt people hurt people, you know, Every single person on this planet Earth has hurt someone else in one way or another, you know, or by the time you grow up, you've hurt someone else in one way or another. In fact, probably multiple people. And oftentimes, you see, because for me, I pick up on all these emotions and, you know, and, and, and oftentimes people don't mean a lot of things, you know, and I've done this as well, where I'm not, I don't mean come across as one way but it does and I don't even register it and then that it ends up hurting someone else and so that that comes off the same with other people you know that maybe someone just had a bad day or they were in a rush and then I interpreted it the wrong way um and this comes back to me just being so in my head and so deep you know thinking way too much about certain things I really am that person um but yeah and so 
And I really had to stop and I had to say, no, you know, this is not how it is. Yes, I've been hurt. Yes, everyone's been hurt, you know, but this isn't how it is. You know, I have to change it. And so I really had to stop the lies and I had to say, I am beautiful. You know, I am loved. I am, you know, and so, so yeah, um, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that made sense, but I really had to stop and just reevaluate and just change the narrative of my thinking, you know, and, um, so often you just get into the space and it's negativity, negativity upon negativity, lies upon lies, and the devil just keeps on furthering, you know, and once you're in that cycle, he just adds another one, but remember how you reacted when this happened, remember how you looked that day, and I, you know, you really have to stop and you have to say, no, that is a lie, you know, no, I refuse to believe that, I refuse to live in that, you know, and the funny thing is, I think another reason I don't share a lot of it is because I, it's really funny, I literally, I can't hold a grudge, I'm one of those people, I, I'll be angry for a few hours maximum, you know, I'll be fuming, maybe, like, if something really bad happens, for a few hours max, and then I'm, I, I just, it, like, I'll wake up the next morning, and it's gone, you know, I mean, I might come back to that feeling of hurt that I felt, um, but holding a grudge, I can't, um, and I think it's so toxic, and it does, you know, feed into you, I read, um, somewhere, where I think it was Gandhi or something, he said, I'm, Holding a grudge is is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to get sick, or holding a coal like a hot coal, um, and expecting the other person to get burnt. You know, um, and it's like the thing of you people don't can't read your mind. I've had to learn this so many times. No one can read your mind, and so you may think that someone knows something, but unless you've verbalized it, there is no guarantee that they do, you know, um, and yeah, and so we really have to just combat those lies, and so, like, what I was saying is that so often I'll write these poems, and I'm just in this space, and because I sometimes waddle things up, and I don't say certain things, and because I do pick up on all these emotions, and that sort of thing, I just, I end up being literally a ball of emotions, and so I have to write these poems down, and I have to just let it all out, and say it all, and then, no kidding, afterwards, I feel so much better, and I'm good, and I'm like, okay, cool, um, I felt that way, but I don't feel that way anymore, you know, or whatever it is, or I'm on the way to feeling better, and so, so I do, yeah, I thought I'd share that with you guys, um, and, and yeah, and I think it's up to us to change the narrative of our life, you know, it's up to us to just change, change certain things, you know, if you don't like something, change it, if you don't like, um, the thoughts that are happening in your head, you know, it's not easy, and I know it's way easier said than done, but sometimes you just have to change the narrative, you know, and you have to change those thoughts inside your head, because you can't live a life like that, you can't live a toxic life, or a life just constant negativity, I literally would, I wouldn't even be able to, I, I just, I, I think, for me personally, I have to have um just a positive space and a positive mind space and just a joyful mind space, you know, and a joyful head space as well. And I find um the times where I'm not believing these lies 
and I'm not just, you know, in this in, in this cycle of just lies upon lies and just, you know, not truths upon not truths and feeling that people think this way about me and 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 is when I'm in the best headspace, I'm the most joyful, I have like a, a better relationship with the Lord, you know. And um and yeah, so I thought I'd share that with you guys. Um <laughs> so I like hyped the poem up to be like this is a super amazing thing. It's really not that great. But you know, I'm showing up, um sharing it with you guys. And yeah, so that's it. Um before we go though, I wanna share a quote um with you guys. And so I actually I forgot it I forgot to put a quote at the end of this um of this episode but I do have a quote though um and I thought I'd share this with you guys um okay so this one is once again by my girl Morgan Hopper Nichols absolutely love her she's super super amazing um and so yeah and I think I'll also share the quote from last week again because I thought it was super amazing or I don't know I'll see but um this is by Morgan Hopper Nichols and it says it is okay to say today was one of those days and still close your eyes breathe deep and rest anyway and I think um and I think you know we are humans oh oh I mentioned this in another episode but um Remy Ashton was talking about this and how feeling is such a beautiful thing being human is such a beautiful thing and I'm currently so I'm studying biokinetics and um and oh, sometimes it gets really hard but like um actually on Thursday when we were in the lab we were looking at parts of like like things under the microscope and it was just so beautiful and you know we're learning about the human body um and the complexity of it and you are so beautiful. I just want to say this. Um, you know, everyone, everyone, yes, everyone is just so beautiful. And the way that your system works is so complex and so precise. And first of all, I just see God's beauty in it. I think it's so beautiful. But you are just so complex and so precise. And your body is fighting for you. You know, your body is fighting to keep you alive. And that might not be consolation, but I think I think it should be. You know, your body is doing an amazing job. And it's working so hard to keep you alive and to fight for you. And you are human. You are going to feel things. You are going to feel a certain way. You, you know, that's part of the journey. That's part of the process. But you have to embrace it, you know. I mean, and enjoy it. And even those times when you don't love the emotions and you don't and you want them to go away do you really you know and just I think embracing those and just realizing that you are here for a purpose your emotions have a purpose sometimes we have to say no I will not believe these lies I will not go there and other times we just have to sit and feel um and yeah and so I hope you guys enjoy your week um and the other quote I wanted to share, I think this is so beautiful, once again by Morgan Harper Nichols, and it just says, um, let it be Jesus that sustains you here, um, and so whatever season of life you're going through currently, 
let it be Jesus that sustains you here and let it be him that helps you go through it that helps you that helps you feel all the emotions that helps you work through those you know and yeah um and so thank you guys so much for listening to another week of the project lumiere um i hope you guys enjoyed this week um it was a little different very personal um but yeah honestly i love recording and i always feel like i've been to therapy afterwards i'm always like Whew, okay <laughs> i didn't know i needed that but i did and yeah so thank you guys so much for listening um don't forget to share this podcast and le- and leave a five star review on apple podcasts um you can also catch the project lumiere on instagram um at the project lumiere um and you can follow my personal instagram just at it's underscore zoe underscore licious also follow me on pinterest because i love pinterest and i'm always active so thank you guys so much for listening um don't forget whether you're listening to this at 10 o'clock at night or 8 o'clock in the morning it's gonna be a good day bye